What is going on, everybody? This is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast. What's happening? I'm just going to do a little short intro because if you listen to my last podcast, you know that there was a drawing that I said that I would do for a Ralphie May DVD, stand-up comedy DVD, and I said that you could enter through my email on Twitter Whatever you need to do to enter, I told you all how to do it. And right now, I don't have a whole lot of names in the in the hat, but I have a few names, and I'm going to draw the name now for the winner, the Christmas winner. All right. All right, we got a name here. Let me open it up. All right, the name is Evan R. E-V-A-N, last initial R. Evan if you listen, or I'll email you anyway, but uh, send your shipping information to the same email that you entered, and uh, and I'll get that right out to you. Congratulations, Evan. See, all you guys that didn't even participate, you missed out, man. Evan's going to be sitting there with his family at Christmas watching the late, great Ralphie May, and uh, and it could have been you, but congrats to you, Evan. And I know what you're saying. Like, man, there probably were a hundred Evans in that hat. How do you know? There was one Evan that entered. <laughs> so, so there you go. I got a good show for you guys today. Or no, I take that back. I got a show. I got a podcast. And uh, and right after the little intro, I'll explain to you where I've been, what I've been up to. Let's get into the show. went to the grocery store this week because Hershey Kisses were on sale. They were buy one, get one free. When I walked to the candy aisle, I walked right up and there were six bags left. So I was like, I can get six bags for the price of three. So I picked up all six bags and I kind of stood back and I was looking at the other candy that was on the candy aisle. About that time, a little old lady came pushing her buggy down the aisle and she was walking real slow and she was kind of hunched over a little bit and I was just standing there looking at the other candy and she stopped in front of the empty spot where the Hershey Kisses were and she said out loud she said oh now I can't make my Christmas cookies because they're sold out of the Hershey Kisses And, you know, I was just standing there, and I heard her say it. She said it to herself, you know, I know that she saw me holding all six bags of Hershey Kisses, you know, but I didn't say anything to her. I just stood there and thought, well, you should have been here five minutes ago, Grandma. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Glenn, and welcome to episode 134 of the Glenn Thinks the Podcast. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? Did you think that I put you in a basket and left you in front of the fire station? Is that how you felt? Did you feel like I abandoned you and put you up for adoption? I didn't. 
I did, man. Let me tell you what happened. I didn't get a podcast out last week because one of my kids had COVID, right? It finally hit. There was a vaccine. There's a vaccine. It's not available yet. It's not available to us. It's available to the elite politicians on both sides. But I'm not going to talk about that because that'll just piss me off. Yeah. And it should it should piss you off. But anyway, not nah, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk about that. That's how you can like you can when you're having a conversation with somebody and like an argument with somebody and you know you can bring up something that they did before like if you're in a relationship you'll be like well let's not talk about the time where you did this and <laughs> and you can like bring stuff up I've had people do that to me before yeah let's not I'm not even going to talk about when you did this and then you can just say whatever it is that they did but anyway um, I'm not going to talk about that um, one of my kids tested positive I test the negative. Everybody else in the house tests the negative. So last week, when I would regularly release a podcast, I was we were doing a quarantine, and I was caring for them. And I mean, I was just that was my primary focus. And I'm like happy to report that they're all good. They are out of quarantine. They're healthy. Um, and now I'm just sanitizing and cleaning and doing all that stuff. Um, today I'm not, this isn't like a normal podcast. I, I'm on my phone again, like I was like in the beginning, you know, like a throwback Glenn Think Stuff episode. Every once in a while I do one of these. When I'm out of the Glenn Think Stuff studio, um, but this must, this must be what like John Lennon felt like when he go back to Liverpool. He'd be like, this is where I got my start in Liverpool, Yoko. And she's like, John! No, <laughs> no. But anyway, back before you ruined "Come Between Me and George" and Paul and Ringo. But anyway, that's my John Lennon impression. You like that? It's pretty good. But anyway, um, I had actually started my allergy shots that I talked about on this podcast before, and those compromise your immune system. Like I started those like days before. Uh, I found out, like, we got tested. Uh, I just started, I'd gotten two doses of my allergy shot. So I was like, that's good. My immune system sucks. And now, you know, I've been exposed to this. But, you know, everything, thank God everything is going good. And everybody's healthy. So, uh, I know, I mean, I can't complain, man. Because I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people have dealt with this. Yeah. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. This is going to be like a John Lennon-themed episode. But, I mean, I can't complain. I know everybody has struggled this year. And uh, it kind of it personally touched my life, and it kind of changed my perspective on a few things. But, uh, but anyway, that's a long way to say why I didn't do a podcast last week. But now that I'm doing one, I did miss talking to you guys so i'm glad to be back but uh but anyway so what i did because i was trying to keep to myself uh in quarantine like i did watch a lot of christmas movies while i was in quarantine right and uh and i watched national lampoon's christmas vacation 2 i think i've rented that on prime that's cousin eddie uh he tried man if you haven't seen that uh I mean, I'm glad that I saw it just to say that I saw it, right? 
but I mean, it's not one that I would recommend. Uh, so I did watch that. I watched Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck, uh, Katherine O'Hare, James Gandolfini, Christina Applegate. Um, that's a decent movie, man. It's kind of corny. Like Ben Affleck's like this this rich, rich young guy, and he pays James Gandolfini and Katherine O'Hare. He pays them to kind of adopt him into their family, which James Gandolfini's like hesitant to do at first, but then like Ben Affleck's like real successful. He offers them like 250 G's to do it. And I would say just to see James Gandolfini act, that movie was worth watching. I think it's free on like, you can get on like Peacock or Tubi. It might even be the Roku channel. Like, one of those, you can watch it for free. And, I mean, it is kind of corny. Christina Applegate plays their daughter. But, I mean, it does have a lot of decent actors. And, I mean, it's James Gandolfini. Come on. And it's older. I think it was done around the time. It's it's done around the time, like, during The Sopranos, like the later years of The Sopranos, or, like, right after. I'm not sure. That's kind of how he looks, like, around that time period. So, that's one that I watched... Um, what's another one that I watched? I started, I started watching, uh, A Christmas Story 2. They made a part two. And it's not the original cast, but I started watching it last night and it's not bad. Like, I haven't finished it yet. It's not bad though. Like, it's, it seems like a fun Christmas movie. I mean, it's not, you can't even compare it to the first Christmas Story by any stretch. But if you're looking for something fun, like, uh, I think you can even buy it for five bucks. You can probably rent it for less on, uh, Amazon. But I did watch after almost three decades because I don't even think that I saw It's a Wonderful Life in my teenage years after like, it's probably been about 28 years, man, since I saw It's a Wonderful Life. And when I saw, I remember watching it as a kid. And when I was a kid, I really didn't appreciate the acting in that movie. The acting is, like, top-notch, man, in that movie. And uh, and so I watched that, and I was just kind of like, man, why like, why didn't I, you know, remember how good this was? I guess when I was a little kid, I, it just was kind of not my speed, you know? But wh- I'll tell you something that is kind of weird that I busted out laughing at when I watched that movie was, um, what's his name? Jimmy Stewart. Is that his name? James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. Um, when he and Mary, you know, when, when he goes to Mary's house, for those of you that are familiar with the movie, when he goes to Mary's house, he's just kind of hanging around outside the fence of her house. And she's like, why don't you come in, George, George Bailey. And, uh, it's before they married or anything. And so he goes in there and he's just kind of being like, you know, having an attitude. And she's like, why did you even come by here? And, uh, and he was like, you ask me in. And he was just being kind of short with her. And then she gets on the phone with, uh, one of George Bailey, one of like one of their high school friends, I guess. And she, it's a suitor, you know, for her. And, and George gets on the phone because she says George Bailey's here. So George gets on the phone with Mary. So they're standing there, George Bailey and Mary standing there. And they both have their ear up to the earpiece, right? They both have their ear up to the earpiece. And 
all of a sudden, like, he starts smelling Mary's hair. Like, he starts smelling her hair. Like, he'll turn to say something into the mouthpiece of the phone, and then he'll be sniffing her hair. Like, he'll be sniffing her head, man. And, uh... And I was just like, I bust out laughing when I saw it. Because it was just like, man, who would write this script? Like, it's an old movie. Like, who would write that? You know what I mean? And then, like, if they were just in the moment, you know, because I know that you have a script. And then I know that a lot of actors will be, like, in the moment, you know, just adding stuff to it. Or, you know, they'll, they'll get all emotional in the scene or whatever. But he'd, like, t- go watch that. I'm telling you. Like, why are you sniffing Mary's head, George Bailey? That was just weird, man. Like, I laughed. I rewound that and laughed. That's how much I thought that that was great. <laughs> because it's like he's running her nose all in Mary's hair. And it's just, man, it's just kind of awkward and weird, man. But, uh, so anyway, it's a wonderful life. That, uh, that's probably the best one that I watched. Um, George Bailey's a head sniffer. But, uh, anyway, um, I got pretty much like I did all my Christmas shopping this year on Amazon, like I was forced to. Um, which, I mean, that's good because there's so much crowds out there right now. I don't want to be in the middle of that, especially now. You know, when you see it firsthand, it kind of changes your, yeah, it kind of changes your perspective. And, uh, like, every year I give away Hillshire Farms sausages, you know, to grown-ups. I'm like, here's some sausages. all sausages. And, uh, and I mean, like, I don't know, man. That's kind of like a gift you get somebody. You know the little Hillshire Farms sausage boxes with the little cheese and the little knife in it, and the little maybe cutting board. That's the gift that you give somebody. When you give somebody that gift, or if you've ever gotten that gift, let me tell you, that's because people are like, I don't know what to give them, you know? Because like, <laughs> because usually every year, I'll buy a couple of those, and then I'll be like, I'll get everybody's gifts, and then whoever's left, and I ain't got you a gift, you getting sausages, Jack. But, uh, but anyway, um, like that's just what I do. That's what I've done. That's what I've done. I've always done that. And uh and but my younger sister this year was like, you know, don't get us that cuz I was like, got to go get you sausages. And she was like, don't get us that. We don't like that, you know. And I mean, that doesn't hurt my feelings because like I would rather just know the truth. That's like my deal, man. Like if you just be honest with me. Like why is there this there's like the social I don't know. Maybe it's manner. It's called manners, Glenn. It's called having manners. But you waste so much time in life, you know, trying to walk on eggshells with certain people and be polite. And it's like that's what we're. It's like we're we we can't, you know, take criticism. But when she said that, I was not offended at all because I've probably given her and her husband like probably 10 sausages, you know, since they've been married, at least, um, and I've given them to a bunch of other people in my family that might not like the sausages either, but they're just nice and act like they like the sausages, some people like the sausages, man, you know, some people do like the Hillshire sausages, but everybody does not, you know, it's not your cup of sausage, 
that doesn't, I mean, that don't hurt my feelings. That don't mean that I'm not going to get it for you. She was like, don't get us that. And so I got them. She was like, just get us a popcorn tin. So, uh, so I ordered them a popcorn tin and the popcorn tin came, but guess what, man? I can't go grocery shopping. All I can do was curbside pickup while we were quarantined, right? So I started looking at that popcorn tin last night. Now I'm not going to lie. I started looking at it. Started looking pretty good to me. I opened that popcorn tin. I started eating their Christmas gift. I haven't made up my mind yet if I'm going to keep it or if I'm going to give them a half-empty popcorn thing, you know, for Christmas. I haven't made up my mind yet, Yeah, Or maybe I'll eat all the caramel out of there and give them, like, what's left. But, I mean, it's pretty good. Or maybe I'll just keep it and give them the sausages. Or maybe I'll give it to them half-empty and then, like, stick a sausage down in the empty part. <laughs> oh, man. But that's what I do, man. And last year, I gave my dad a Joel Osteen book, right? Because I was raised, I was raised, y'all know, man. I've talked about how I was raised. I was raised in the South by a minister. A minister's son. And uh, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I don't know why I did that voice. I was thinking of, like, uh, a musical. Like, an Ebenezer Scrooge, the musical with Albert Finney, where they're singing all them songs. Like, I ain't a big man. That's the Christmas, that's the Christmas, uh, movies I was raised on. Have I told y'all that? Was all the Christmas carols and Albert Finney, um, Albert Finney did the musical A Christmas Carol. And, uh, I was thinking of it. I don't know. I was thinking about that when I said a minister's son. But anyway, that's how I was raised. But I was raised in a country church in the South, in the South. And, uh, and so, like, Joel Osteen's like the polar opposite of my dad, right? Yeah, he's like a, he's like a, what do they call it? One of them people that just preaches all the good, the good stuff, Yeah. And gets rich off people, you know, and a bunch of people give them their money. So, like, it's like the opposite kind of pastor is my dad. So, you know, I like to give people gifts that bring me joy, you know, because, like, the look of disgust. Like, it's like the same thing with the sausage. Like, if you don't like the sausage thing and I give you a sausage at Christmas time, that it makes me happy to see the look on your face as an adult. You know, it's like with kids, I like giving kids, my problem is, is like, I'll go kind of all out at Christmas when it comes to my kids. And when it comes to my nieces and nephews, like, I really try to be thoughtful. I want them to get something that they like. Because so many people, when they're buying gifts, they just get stuff. Like, they just get stuff to get stuff. You know, like, check that off the list. And, I mean, that's what I do with the grown-ups. Like, you get sausages. I have nothing for you. But, I mean, when it comes to kids, I try to I try to really be thoughtful and hook them up. But, uh, but anyway, like, the Joel Osteen, like, I like to see kind of disgust or disappointment or or like I want to I guess I want to put you kind of in a position to lie yeah which my sister won't do now but uh you know so I gave my dad a Joel Osteen book and I'm thinking about like giving some other family members Joel Osteen book because like what what <laughs> what better of a gift 
than an old Joel Osteen book. If any of you like Joel Osteen, man, I'm sorry. I'm cracking on him. But, I mean, he's kind of... He's kind of a scam artist, man. Yeah? Or a con artist. He just is. And people give him a lot of money. And, you know, it's kind of like... It's kind of like an ego stroker. You know what I mean? Like... He he he's really really successful, and you look at him and his big dumb teeth, and uh, and you're like, you know, he said that all my wildest dreams are gonna come true, and only good stuff is gonna happen from here on out, and I'm gonna grow eagle's wings to boot, you know, and and then he takes people's money, man, and it's not cool. So I mean, I'm not gonna pay full price for a Joel Osteen book. It's just not. It's just not going to happen. But if I can find one on clearance somewhere, you know, where it's not, like, directly from him, like, I totally, I totally buy and give it to my family. But anyway, um, so <laughs> there's that. Um, but what else can I talk? Oh, on my last podcast, I did talk about, I did talk about, uh, like, dating apps and like what what a crap show those things are man and I've officially for the year of for the year of 2020 um, I'm done I've tapped out I tapped out last week because like here's what happened right so uh, every once in a while I'll, like I talked about on my last podcast I'll talk to somebody and every once in a while I would go out on a date you know what I mean and uh, that's kind of slowed down and been hampered because of the pandemic, right? Um, my social life has been, there's been a damper placed upon it. Um, yeah, but I'm not complaining, man. That's the least of my worries. But uh, so anyway, like on one of these sites I'm on, there's they match you with people. They'll be like, you know, you're matched for this person. Match made in heaven is what y'all are. And, and so, uh, so I was like, oh, I got matched with, I forgot her name. Let's just say her name was Mary or Karen. <laughs> Those are both terrible names. Not a Karen. I probably attract a Karen. But uh, I'll tell you exactly what they think I match with. This lady, she had several pictures, all right? One of the pictures, but this is one of the pictures, all right? One of the pictures was a selfie that she took wearing lingerie which is bad enough okay if you're wearing lingerie and taking a selfie like just get on tinder man you know what i mean but she was wearing lingerie taking a selfie in a graveyard right and as soon as i saw that as soon as i saw that man i was like i'm done like (laughs) that's 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 i'm done man like that sums up 2020 right there like you think this is that who would think like and then i started thinking about it after i was like okay that's it for 2020 i started thinking about i was like what kind of person would think that that was a good idea what kind of person would be like would be like i'm gonna i'm gonna put on my lingerie and go down to the grave drive my ford focus down to the graveyard and then what if somebody sees you in the graveyard? What if the groundskeeper comes up on you? 
right? And what kind of person are you trying to attract? Do I really want to know the answer to these questions? Yes, I do. I should have, I guess I should have messaged her, you know, but I'm not out to hurt somebody. I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, you know, and so that's why I quietly judge. When I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, like, see, I don't care if you come out, if you're close to me and know me, you can come out and be honest and we can talk about it. Right? I talked about that at the beginning of the podcast. Right? But I know that everybody's not like me. And I know that people that I don't really know and that don't know me, like, I can't just come out and ask questions like that. So you just, like, that's why I quietly judge people. Right? I quietly judge people so I don't hurt their feelings. And that makes it okay. <laughs> See how I justify that? You can justify anything that you want to. I speak from experience. You can justify whatever you want to, yeah, but, uh, that's my justification, yeah, I was like, maybe she's trying to attract Frankenstein, yeah, maybe she's a walking dead fan, I don't know, man, these are, I'm just spitballing ideas with you, but, uh, but anyway, ain't that crazy, that's like, I don't know, man, that's like, uh, next level, touched in the head stuff right there but uh so anyway um that happened to me last week so that's interesting um did y'all see and I'm trying to pull up the article now um did y'all see about the it was in the it was a New York Post article um and it came out when did it come out it came out, it seems like a couple weeks ago, um, let's see, it came out on December 7th, um, so about two weeks ago, aliens in hiding until mankind is ready, said ex-Israeli space head, have y'all guys heard about this, this is insane, let me see if I can get the article to pull all the way up, and then we're gonna look at it, all right, I'm back. Sorry about that, folks. I got the article pulled up now. And uh, like I said, this was a New York Post article from December 7th. Aliens in hiding until mankind is ready, says ex-Israeli spacehead. And uh, I'm just going to read the article. The truth may be out there, but nowhere near as out there as this tale, space aliens have reached an agreement with the U.S. government to stay mum on the experiments they conduct on Earth as well as their secret base on Mars until mankind is ready to accept them, the former head of Israel's space program claimed in a new interview. The aliens have asked not to announce that they are here because humanity is not ready. Haim Ashed told Israeli paper Yed. Yadayoth Harnoth, according to the Jewish press. Man, I probably probably ain't even saying that right. The Jewish press, let's see, speculating that Ashed 87 may have gone to insanity and beyond, goes on to unspool his tangled web, which claims the involvement of President Trump and interplanetary diplomacy. Trump was on the verge of revealing the aliens' existence, but the aliens 
in the Galactic Federation are saying, wait, let people calm down first. Eshed, who helmed Israel's space security program from 1981 to 2010, reportedly said, they don't want to start mass hysteria. They want to make us sane and understanding. Until that day, aliens have a pop-up. Dang it. Until that day, aliens have secured an agreement to keep their moves under wraps, said Ashed, noting that the extraterrestrials come in peace. They have been waiting for humanity to evolve and reach a stage where we will generally understand what space and spaceships are, said Ashed, according to the Jewish press. There, there's an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens they signed a contract with us to do experiments here. They, too, are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe, and they want us as helpers. One of the hubs of the cooperation is a base on Mars, where, by the way, a shed claims American astronauts have already set foot. There's an underground base in the depths of Mars where their representatives are, and also our American astronauts, Ashed reportedly said. Ashed acknowledged that it all sounds like science fiction, but claimed that some of his peers are coming around. If I had come up with what I'm saying today five years ago, I would have been hospitalized. Wherever I've gone with this in academia, they've said, the man has lost his mind, he reportedly said. Today, they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards. I am respected in universities abroad where the trend is also changing. Um, let's see... Former President Barack Obama recently refused in an interview with late show funny man Stephen Colbert to confirm or deny the existence of extraterrestrial life based on top secret U.S. records, a move Colbert jokingly took as tacit confirmation. Um, let's see, does it say anything else? I think that's about the end of the story. But... Like, that's crazy. And I would be willing to bet that a lot of people that listen to this podcast didn't even hear anything about this, right? And see, like, this is why this kind of makes sense to me, like, why I'm kind of a believer anyway. I talked about, like, the encounter I had. It wasn't, like, a close encounter, but, like, what I saw. You know, I talked about, you can go back, it's my UFO encounter, I think is the name of the podcast. And, um... And, you know, it's come out recently, and I think that they strategically release stuff like this, you know, when stuff is crazy, you know, like COVID's going on. Nobody cares about this. Like, they just kind of snuck this out there. New York Post wasn't the only article. There were several, there were multiple articles about this. If somebody's crazy, right, if somebody is insane, why are you reporting it? Why are you reporting in detail if somebody's insane? And and somebody that is insane and just fabricating the whole story, there were a lot of details there, man. And in the news stories, like the, the accounts that I read of that interview, there were a lot of details there, and they were kind of orderly, and he seemed kind of coherent when you were talking to him. Now, I'm not saying that you can't, lose your mind and still not fool people, you know, but 
I don't know, dude. Like, it makes total sense. When you think about Trump, you know, not to talk, not to, well, I'm glad I'm talking about you said the T word. Think about it. Trump. They said Trump's like, I'm a tell. And they were like, sir, we don't think that would be in national security's best interest of the country or the country's national security. He's like, I'm a tell. And they're like, please don't do that. And he's like, I'm going to make Space Force. Yeah, that's totally makes sense. As soon as I read that, I pictured that happening in my head. And everybody's like, you know, what's with the Space Force? What? What? Yeah. That was everybody's reaction, but now it makes total sense. You know, he wanted to blow the lid off of it. Yeah. And and they were like, don't, please, don't, please don't do that. And, you know, then he made Space Force. Well, I'm going to do that. If I can't, if I can't tell everybody, I'm going to make Space Force. That's exactly what happened. I'll go ahead and tell you. And see, the thing about the, the, extraterrestrials not wanting to cause mass hysteria um, on this planet, like, that makes total sense because we're so ignorant and we're so stupid. And if they're waiting for us to evolve, I would say go ahead and tell us now. If you listen to aliens, you might as well go ahead and tell us now because we are becoming stupider by the day. We're not evolving I don't think we're evolving. We're we're relying more and more on technology. Every day we're relying more and more on technology and we're just getting stupider and stupider. It's going to get to a point where we're just going to totally rely on it. I'll tell you what's going to happen. We're going to totally rely on it for everything. And then you can just pull the plug on that and take over if you want, aliens. Because that's what's going to happen. But anyway... uh. Yeah, I told, I told, man, I, I believe that. I read that article, which I'm not, I'm kind of the, I'm not skeptical. I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind of like, I buy that. <laughs> That's, if you look it up, read the stuff for yourself. And if you want to be, if you want to be skeptical, you can be skeptical, but, um, like, dude, I totally buy that. that That's totally legit. That's all I, I mean. That's all I don't. It don't take much. I'll go ahead and tell you that. But anyway, that's about all that I got for you guys today. There is a plug and a shout that I want to do on the pod. Uh, my friend uh, Gerald from Anxiety Podcast has been taking a break. Those of you that listening to it, it was like a podcast about anxiety and uh, dealing with anxiety. And, you know, his life experiences. Um, And formerly, even before that, he did a podcast called Conspired. And um, he's back now. He's been gone for most of this year. He's released a couple podcasts with Anxiety this year. But he came back and uh, he has a new podcast called Brazenly Honest podcast the brazenly honest podcast man and on this podcast man i love this this is like out of the three dude this is my favorite podcast because he's just so honest if he if he's like if he's lies while he's recording like exaggerates you know because we all exaggerate from time to time if he exaggerates he'll say something and then he'll be like nope that's a lie i exaggerate that while he's talking he's talking about He's just being like really honest, man. And he's talking about uh 
he's still talking about the anxiety a little bit, but he's just being, he's just talking about honest. He's just being honest, talking about honesty. And he's kind of tying that into, um, tying the honesty like into his anxiety and like guilt and shame. And he's talking about all this stuff, man. And I really like it because it's like a free flow, it's like a free flow podcast, man. It just feels good. It just feels real. I like real, man. Like I'm not all about some podcasts. I like the host. I dig the host. I really do. And I know a lot of you might listen to me and be like, dude, you're, you suck. The sound quality, you don't edit. You have pauses. It's just weird. But like, I've stopped listening to some podcasts because they're so edited to death and cleaned up it almost doesn't feel real. It feels like artificial. And like, I like a podcast, like it's kind of like an intimate platform to me where the, the podcaster can kind of really connect with the listener. And it's not like a pretty audio drama. Like if you're into that, that's cool. If you're into like, if you're into that, listen to a book on tape, you know, but for me personally, like I like people that might pause and they're like, um, and they just, they're trying to put the thought together. It's kind of like they're sitting right there with you. And that's what I like. And that's why this podcast, like he sold me on this podcast, Brazenly Honest Podcast. Check it out. All right. Um, I do apologize for the sound quality today. Uh, but you know, hopefully going forward, hopefully my next podcast, um, will be, better. I'll be back. I'll have everything back organized and, and ready to go. But I hope if I don't talk to you guys, man, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, dude. I hope that everybody has a good, safe holiday. Please think about your neighbor, man. I ain't about our, our government being like, you need to do this and you need to do that. You know, when they're telling us what we need to do while they're in the front of the line after we voted, to well maybe not all of us <laughs> maybe not all of us voted for the ones that are there <laughs> but you know while they're all in the front of the line they all telling us what we need to do you know i ain't saying don't even listen to them man i'm just saying look look at your neighbor you know your elderly neighbor think about your your kids your neighbor's kids you know your community and and you know just just be responsible, man, and please, I'm not going to preach. We've all heard this shit a hundred times, dude, but uh, think about other people for a change. <laughs> but I hope that everybody has a Merry Christmas, man. Uh, hold your family tight. Um, thanks for stopping by today, guys, and uh, a Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Yeah.